Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Saturday the 21st of November. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with copper, the shiny red metal. It's just hit a fresh two-year high and it's had its longest run of weekly gains since September. And that just seems to be due to investors pricing in a strong period of economic growth coming out of the coronavirus recession. It's not just copper that's doing well, also aluminium, these sorts of metals typically follow growth expectations in the market. And Goldman Sachs has issued a note earlier this week saying that materials including metals are heading for a prolonged bull market driven by structural changes, including a shift to more commodity intensive economic growth. So that's things such as you know economic stimulus for infrastructure projects but also things such as encouraging car ownership china's issued a decree to increase the number of licenses or car registrations issued in china to encourage car ownership which will obviously help aluminium in particular but as electric cars gain traction it will help copper as well and as a reference bhp here in Australia, it gets about 25% of its global revenue from copper. And moving now to factor investing and most notably factor funds. Now, Morningstar has issued a report saying that there's sort of the rapid growth in these factor funds is actually sort of maturing. So since the first one came out in 2003 through to 2019, about 305 funds have been launched. And the AUM, as of the end of last year, was at about 69 billion US dollars. But what's happened this year is that's actually declined for the first time. So it's dropped back to 65 billion. And in fact, there was 27 multi-factor ETFs and mutual funds close so far this year. And that's outstripped the 16 that have launched. So what's going on here? Well, there's obviously the argument that yeah, the market's just matured and there's sort of a bit of a shakeout of the poor, poorer performers. That's one argument. The other one is that one of the key factors of these multi-factor funds, most of them have more than one, is the value factor. And value investing's really underperformed. Some analysts are saying value investing's had its worst period in 200 years. So obviously if the multi-factor fund has value, which is a significant factor, you know, it's got a huge investable universe, so it's very popular, then those sort of funds will be underperforming. And according to Amin Rajan, a, a research consultant, he's mentioned that these multi-factor funds are probably struggling with the retail market. So retail funds investors are just looking at, okay, performance, well, because of that value factor, they're underperforming, let's get out, let's get into growth or something like that. But this research analyst mentions that the institutional investors still really like the product, and that's due to the fact that you can potentially single out a factor and you've got this sort of low levels of correlation and negative correlation that make it an effective way to, to measure or manage risk in a fund. And moving to the markets now, it's looking like the US will open its Friday day of trade up a little bit. Small cap 
is outperforming up about 60 bips, whereas the Nasdaq's only up about 20. That's probably largely due to news that Pfizer is going to file for regulatory emergency approval today in the US, and that will mean it could be distributed in as little as three weeks from now once the FDA does its checking. The Australian dollar is stronger as a result and oil is also up a little bit. That's your early update for Saturday. Have a great weekend. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.